And the Ivan's uh, idea at that time was to create IVANS, Insurance Value Added Network Services. So what we would do is create a network service link between agents and companies, and it would be value added. This is the Insurance Technology Podcast, where we bring interesting people from across the insurance ecosystem to discuss and debate technology's impact on the industry. Join us each episode for insights and best practices from industry stewards and tomorrow's innovators. Now, here's your host, Reed Holsworth. Welcome, everyone. I'm Reed Holsworth. This is the Insurance Technology Podcast. So I'm going to warn you, this episode is going to be a little bit of a history lesson. But I'm a firm believer that knowing where you've been only helps you to move forward. Now, this is specifically going to get into the exchange. To some, exchange is a cuss word. To others, they may not even know what that means. But a lot of people in this industry have been involved in the various exchanges. Our guest today has tried and been involved in a number of them. On this episode, joining me is Dennis Chikazian. Now, a lot of you know Dennis, but for those that don't, Dennis has been in the industry for a very long time, and he's been a part of most of the insurance technology companies. Um, From his days as CEO of CNA to being the chairman of AMS, Dennis still is very active in our industry. And even being a professor at Chicago Booth. Um, Dennis is an amazing individual and he's done a lot for this industry and it's a pleasure for him to be here today. Dennis and I have known each other for a number of years and Dennis, you're my first guest on the on the podcast and I thought it'd be great to, to have you on just because of the depth and the richness of, of your experience within the industry on so many levels um, from the past and, and even now. I just love to hear your story and how it began and, and how you got to where you, you are today and some of the things you've been involved with along the way. So how, how did you get into this, Dennis? How did you get into the industry? First, Reed, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And I, I didn't realize that was the first on your podcast. That's great. I've been involved in the industry for a long, long time. To give you just a little bit of background of my story, my first introduction to the insurance industry on the technology side was in 1970 when I was given a project to design and build a reinsurance system and an excess circle sign system for all state insurance. Hmm. And at that time, things you remember, think back to 1970, it was very, very primitive at that point. And so we built it and it was the first um, IMSDB system that all state ever had at that time in 1970. And it was also the first system they had written in PL1. Now, those are all things that are, <laughs> have become pretty obsolete now, of course. But then after doing that, I went to CNA. And then I was with CNA for about uh, 27 years or so, uh, 26 or 27 years. And when I went to CNA, I went in as the chief financial officer, and then I picked up responsibility for computer systems. So for 15 years, I was responsible for um, finance and accounting and also for the computer systems operation. And that's where I first got in, involved with it and then continued when I became the CEO. So I was president, chairman, CEO for nine years after that and then served on the board for three years. So going back to the early days and how it was originally created, the uh, the idea that I had learned when I was in consulting days was that 
as a general statement, if you could buy something, it was going to be better than building it. We did a lot of bespoke building of systems like the one we did for Allstate in reinsurance. I know just how hard that was. So in 1975, when I joined CNA, I started looking at the various things they were doing. And we recognized that we had to do some things to upgrade our computer systems. And so we spent quite a bit of time on it. And by the time we got to the early 80s, some of the systems had matured and we bought some of the early package systems at that time. And the, the two fundamental systems that we had, one on the premium side and one on the claim side, were the PMSC systems from PMS. And then we had on the claim side, we had McAuto, which is McDonnell Douglas Automation. <laughs> and McDonnell Douglas, the airline company, of course, <laughs> airlines, McDonnell Douglas, though, at that time, had a big technology systems, and they were building computer systems for the insurance industry. They had some things in the uh, healthcare side, and then they had a, a pretty, really effective claim system that they had built. So we bought those as packages and then built around that. Then the other element of it that was kind of interesting was the evolution of how you had the computer systems and technology and business of the companies, and then you had the agency plant that supported it. And of course, there are those companies that are direct writers where you have no agents, where you go direct to them. That would be somebody like an Allstate through its own Allstate captive agent, mm -hmm. or like today, a Geico, where you go online, there's no agent at all. And then you had the independent agency companies. And <clears throat> the independent agency companies at that time had... 60, 70% of the market share in, in commercial insurance and maybe 50% in personal insurance. Today, that 50% share is down to under 10%. The wow. independent agency companies have very little in the way of personal lines insurance today, largely driven by the lower cost of online. Mm -hmm. The ratios are quite different, and that's what drove it. So that's more or less the evolution. But going back to the 60s and 70s, as the insurance industry was evolving and we were building the system for Allstate, the idea was that you were that it would be a good idea to try to put together exchanges or networks for sharing risk online. Now, this is, mm -hmm. again, very early days. Exchange, and, that's quite a word, by the way. Oh, yes. Yeah, exactly is. Yep. yep. And so, and at that time, the first of these exchanges, and there have been four major attempts to do it, the first of the exchanges was the one that was put together by AM Best and IBM. And it was called REX, R-E-X, which was Reinsurance Exchange. So the whole idea would be that if you were an insurance company, you would take a risk that you needed to reinsure, you'd put it out on an exchange and reinsurance companies would bid on it. And you would do that uh, with, rather than going through Lloyd's or through a, a reinsurance intermediary. It was a pretty good idea. IBM had developed the technology, sort of made sense. And then because we were building the reinsurance exchange for uh, Allstate, they asked me if I would get a look, get involved and take a look at it. And I did. And as I got into it and started to understand how the technology really worked and the cost of it, I didn't really think that it was a good idea. I didn't think it was good for Allstate. So we recommended against it. And Allstate did not join it. Hmm. About three years later, I joined CNA. And one of the first things that I saw is they were a member of Rex. <laughs> they joined Rex. So I didn't think it was good for CNA either. So we dropped out of it at that point. And it really failed for lack of support because the other carriers felt the way that I did, basically. And it didn't get much support. So Rex basically died, even though in principle it made sense. Now, as things unfolded, as you got into the 80s, it became clearer that it would be a good idea to have some form of an exchange or intercommunication 
and to try to build something that would be company agent communication mechanism. There was a guy named uh, Jim Kutrell, really good guy, very, uh, a very creative person. He was the head of systems for Crum and Forster at the time. Jim said he wanted to build this exchange. I thought it was a pretty good idea. And so I helped him and he was the lead on it. But I was CFO at CNA at that time and head of systems as well. And we got a number of our uh, associates together from other companies and we built something called Ivan's, which of course you have some familiarity with. <laughs> and the uh, Ivan's idea at that time was to create IVANS, insurance value added network services. So what we would do is create a network service link between agents and companies and it would be value added. What would value added mean? Well, value added would mean that you could do something like what was called at that time, still used SEMCI, S-E-M-C-I, which is single entry, multiple company interface. So explain the SEMCI idea to me. So the idea would be that if you were an agent, you might take a risk and you might put it out on the network. The network would be looked at by the various carriers and transmitted via Ivan's to the carriers. They could call it on it and send it back to you. And you only had to enter the data one time and it could link to your computer systems. And by that time, there were a number of these agency automation systems that were built and that were coming into uh, into play. And so that was the idea behind it. And I thought that was a pretty good idea. So we joined it. Wow, that's really interesting. That system obviously isn't around today. Can you speak to your and the industry's reaction to it? We got it off the ground. We got some funding, got a lot of people behind it. But for a variety of reasons, once we started implementing it and we got into the, uh, the mechanism of getting companies and agents to join it, it didn't get the traction we wanted. Now, Ivan's had already negotiated some great contracts with uh, AT&T, for example, mm-hmm. and for lower cost data and voice. And so what Ivan's became at that time was a reseller of voice and data. Where as a carrier at CNA, we used Ivan's, but we weren't using it for the exchange. There was no value added. It was merely a reseller of of AT&T services. We still have that today, by the way. Not a lot, but it's still there, believe it or not. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what we did, and we got involved in it. But we could never get the value added services. We could never get things like rating or comparative rating. None of that ever worked. So Ivan's, as a business, became quite successful in other ways, but the core idea never never happened. Now, there were two subsequent events, and one was in uh, 1989. Uh, at that point, AMS, which is now Vertifor, we were the owner of that at CNA, and we tried to create another one, and we called it APT, the Alliance for Productive Technology. APT was 1989. We tried to put it together. It failed. We'll get to some reasons why. And then there was a fourth attempt in 2006, and that got the insurance agents, so the big I, the uh, uh, IIAA, you know, which is the insurance, uh, uh, Independent Insurance Agents of America, the IIAA. They were involved in it, and they, they, um, uh, Ken Criar at the council was involved in it, the CIAB, and they built a thing that was called the exchange. And David Rowe was the leader. It was a good idea. They attempted to do it, but it eventually failed as well. So there have been four attempts to build network alternatives in the insurance industry, and all four failed. Why do you think it failed? Why did it not work? I think you can summarize it in one word, and that's cooperation. You couldn't get 
the agents and the companies to cooperate for their mutual benefit. And it's actually very interesting because in um, there's in game theory, there's a thing called prisoner's dilemma that many people I'm sure know about where two people are, are arrested. They're kept in separate rooms and then they're told, well, if they will implicate the other person, they'll get a lower sentence. And they're both told the same thing. But if they don't, they'll get a, a bigger sentence. And then so they've got this trade off because they don't know if the other guys get implement them, uh, implicate them or not. And it's a very interesting thing in, in game theory. And it results usually in a suboptimal decision for both of them because they would both be better off if they said nothing. Mm-hmm. But you know, that's the way it would work in that. Now, in in the end, that's the problem, because it would be better, I believe, for the industry as a whole and for the indiv- individual competitors, I think, as well, if they could come together and form these things and cooperate. Ivan's would be a perfect place to do that. It's got the infrastructure to do it. But it's been very difficult in the combination of jealousies in some cases. Mm-hmm. In some instances, it's... Um, a concern that they wouldn't want to give up some competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. So it's reasons like that that have prevented it from happening. And when you try to pull together a company meeting, you have one other problem, and that is antitrust law. Mm. Because when you pull them together in a meeting, whenever we would have an industry meeting, we'd always have antitrust lawyers present. Now, you have McCarran-Ferguson, which allows you to share data. But for other things, you can't do that. You can't sort of jointly do something in certain instances because of the antitrust laws. Now, I believe that you could resolve that from a processing systems point of view, as long as you weren't cutting out all the other people in the industry. But you could do that if you had the right pipe in place and then let everybody else join to it. But it's such a difficult concept to get to happen and to get people to sit down and cooperate. I'm not optimistic that that will happen. Hmm. That's really interesting. So there are a variety of reasons why it just didn't get sufficient support and it failed. Wow. That was a great episode with Dennis, man. He has a lot of experience with these exchanges. Well, in our next episode, we're going to talk with Dennis about the history of the agency management systems, as well as the core policy administration systems, how they came about and how he was involved in most of them. The Insurance Technology Podcast is a production of Ivan's. Visit insuretechpod.com to contact us, suggest a topic or guest for an upcoming show, and subscribe to be notified when our latest podcast is available. You can find all our episodes in your favorite podcast app. It's where you can also leave us a rating and a review that helps other people find the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.